2: This show is brought to you in association with Ladbrokes for all your betting needs. With a new site design and great prices, it's our preferred bookie. New members can get a free match bet up to £50 when you sign up and use the code LAD50. Check on site for details at ladbrokes.com. Hello! Welcome to the Newcastle Natter. Here we are, two pints in, ready to go. Dave Watson? Hello! I'm joined by... Him. Bonjour. I'm joined by Harry Watson. Back from France. Hello. Comment tout? There you shit. go, picking up the lingo. <sighs> Paul Doolin. Hello. Also been to France this year. Hmm. I've not Suspicious. been to France this year. Suspicious,
1: yes. I was doing some scouting for our next left winger.
2: Well there we go. This is the thing. We do yeah. we do love a French left winger. Don't we? So that's crazy. Both of you have been to France this year. Is that it is all crazy? It, is it all it's cracked up to be? As a it's country, right.
0: if you like eating far too much food and drinking too if much, if you like eating
1: far too much amazing food,
0: spending yeah. very little on it,
1: and having a brilliant time in wonderful sunshine, yes, yes, it's okay. Yeah, there you go, guys.
2: Look, look out for France. Visit that's France. Top top <laughs> tip for this season: France. Give it a go. <laughs>
0: it Let's might go. it might
2: work
1: out. It's I one think, of I think Europe. The sign they have: France. Give it a go.
2: France, one of Europe's best-kept secrets. (laughs) So, uh, let's go in straight um, away immediately uh, with the game. I mean, that seems like an appropriate place to start. Uh, Manchester United at Old Trafford, 0-0. Dave, did you watch the game? Yeah.
1: Oh, brilliant. Brilliant? So, so happy with that. Not simply because we got a point, which... Oftentimes we come away with Old Trafford with just a spanking, but it was the, we just looked more solid, we looked like there was an idea amongst the team, we looked like there was cohesion. We were organised. Yeah, we were. We were organised as a unit, and I thought that when we saw the, when we were seeing out the game, you remember under Pardew, for the last like four years under Pardew, whenever we tried to grind out a result or something, we'd end up losing 3-1 or whatever for all they had a few chances and I'm not I'm not being an idiot I know they had the best of the chances we we looked okay we looked solid we looked like if we were going to concede it was going to take something extraordinary rather than it was going to take something like just a set piece or something like yeah. that we just looked solid and we also had a few chances to to nick it. I thought Mitrovic's header in the first half. Ooh. Holy!
0: I mean, I was. We've not had that for a long time.
2: It was Shearer-esque. Like, it was fantastic. Ferdinand-esque.
1: Yeah. Ooh. A lot of people in the way, in the away section apparently thought it was in because it just that the it angle. Looked, that it oh, it, it was looked almost beautiful. too perfect. And what that says to me is he's going to score quite a few like that and now that we've got Tovan hopefully that means that um, the the crosses into the box mm. will be more frequent and of a higher standard than the than we are getting from like Haidara and Jan Matz and in this Well it was Bemba that played Mbembe. it into yeah, him yeah, as well Mbembe, wasn't yeah. it which was yeah. Yeah, he had a hell a of a ball Did you, Were you worried about him in the first like 15-20 minutes or so because I thought Depay looked to have him all ends up but as the game progressed, he just seemed to to grow accustomed to it, know that the easiest thing to do is just show him inside a bit, and in, um, Memphis Depay will take a shot from 20, 30 yards, and fine,
0: mm. you just keep shooting from there. Well, I think the first 20 minutes, I I didn't see the game live, because I was at the what? beach. i so sorry.
2: Were you at the beach in France? No, Whitstable. Which, which beach were you Whistable. at? Oh, yeah.
0: Whitstable. Right. It was nice, there. the... Yeah, the my live updates for the game was texting Dave <laughs> getting odd, like, updates.
2: But yeah. you watched um, highlights?
0: Yes. But from what I've seen, the first 20 minutes, it was just a case of riding the storm mm. and waiting That's for them true, to run out to of That's true, actually, to be
2: ideas. fair. Let's, I mean, let's go through the game as it was. I mean, it's true. Sure, the yeah. first half of the first half, it, there was quite an onslaught.
0: Yeah, but um, without much end result. As
2: yeah, said watching it, you don't
0: look at that game and think it was a highlight reel of amazing man new chances. No, we had two great chances to score. They had probably two as well. I think I mean, draw the draw was the, the fair result. Goal,
1: a lot of people have said that it's it looked onside, and it's one of those where he's he's leaning offside, but his mm. feet look onside, and I I agree. Ha- Alan Shearer actually put on Twitter that he thinks it should just go back to the old way where if you are offside you're offside yeah. and there there has to be daylight between you and the the defender for Well the that's a contradiction
2: isn't it? I mean he was offside.
1: He was onside I think. think. No he was onside. Cuz there well, wasn't there wasn't daylight. Uh, the,
2: okay. Well it's, it depends on the definition of offside but he uh, a, if a part of your body that is capable of scoring a goal and is is ahead, yeah. and that is any part of your body surely apart from Bobby. your hand yeah, yeah. your arm yeah. right then you're offside and he was offside well, so- and he should hang for it <laughs> <laughs> I think with the Rooney goal though it was
0: if you watch Stephen Taylor he stops trying to make a challenge because he's he's facing the direction of the linesman right so I, I don't think you can necessarily call it a goal that sort of that should have stood because i think taylor was he was pretty much level with him before the shot went in and actually stops before the shot is taken yeah, you have you have to hope you, taylor he played at the whistle like oh yeah i, I know, I know but saying, i think
1: but you played the whistle stephen taylor is not shy of theatrics so no, he, but I think he was... He'd happily stop and put his hand in the air if, if he thought... Because he was not going to catch up with Rooney.
0: I think, it, no, he was level with it. I think the reason, mm. tactically, the reason we played quite a high line is because it was Rooney up front on his own. Yeah. And it was for that reason that. that if he gets in behind, they can catch up with him. I would and imagine... Taylor did catch up with him.
2: I, was, um, I would imagine, considering uh, Yanmat Matt in the Swansea game, playing, uh, what's his name on side, was it Gomez? Basically, we, uh, we, we cocked up in our mm. offside mm. trap in the Swansea game. I would imagine there was quite a lot of work on that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it, that's the kind of thing, a couple of, a couple of shows back, I said that um, central defence, it's much harder for a central defender to, to acclimatise to a new league than it is a centre-forward. Because a centre-forward has less things that he's got to juggle. Yeah. Uh, a centre-half has to not only deal with the the attacker that he's facing, but he also has to become a unit. Part of that unit is the offside trap, so he has to move as one with the right-back, the left-back, and the, and the other centre-half. Whereas the centre-forward, certainly in Mitrovic's case, he knows that all he's got to do is, when the ball comes towards him, try and bring the other players into...
2: into um, into, into play. He or didn't. score a goal! And he nearly bloody did. Which well, she nearly did. Oh. Yeah, oh, beautiful. So when you're and talking about um, players... Yeah, you get the uh, feeling
0: Mitrovic you... will score. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So when you're talking about defenders mm. uh, getting used to uh, playing in a new team, uh, I guess you're mainly referring to Mbemba. Yeah. And of course there was the story this week about <laughs> uh, there's a little bit more it's the story that just keeps on giving. It was a little bit more about um uh, the day he turned up in a tuxedo. Apparently uh, the story goes if you've not seen this. First of all he was told to dress sharp. So he went down next and bought a 110 pounds uh tuxedo, <laughs> tuxedo which is sweet. And I love it. Um, yeah, yeah, and he's obviously not He's not got his own place yet, so he's staying in a hotel in Gateshead. I think it's the, it the Hilton. The Hilton in Gateshead, I yeah. think it is. So get down to the Hilton Gateshead, guys. <laughs> and uh, the club had booked a taxi for him to go there, but he just got in the wrong taxi. Language barrier. Turns out the taxi was booked to go to a supermarket. Which I mean, <laughs> have a look. Weird at this story. from a hotel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I understand. To... <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Like some people might get a taxi to a supermarket. But, yeah, if you're staying at the Hilton Gateshead, why are you... And, gone, and they went there past they
0: restocking the, the minibar before they <laughs> check it, because I don't want to get fleeced on the hotel yeah. bill. But
2: also, yeah, the, they, weren't, they said in the article, they said that on the way to the supermarket, they went past St. James's. <laughs> so it was the Hilton and Gateshead, and they were booked to go to a supermarket that meant that they would go into Newcastle City Centre. Yeah. And parts... Like, I want to know about who it was who'd booked that <laughs> <Yeah>. taxi to <laughs> That's
0: the That's a far, market. much more interesting story. So so, the yeah. whole story smacks of it being someone somewhere's first day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just, they yeah. didn't know what they were doing. Oh. It
2: sounds like uh, a sitcom storyline, which needs a little bit of tightening up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a language barrier, and he was worried, and he thought he'd been kidnapped. Blessed. He thought him. he'd been kidnapped. And a, if you, I love him. I well, he's from the Congo. And apparently right. in the Congo there's quite a lot of kidnappings and the general thing is they take you to Asda. Yeah.
0: Paul is desperate to make an umbongo joke right now, I <laughs> can see it on his face. I'm trying hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, I saw in the mirror they were saying exactly that of like kidnappings are common in the Congo. does not yeah. really have much bearing on the story.
2: No. He's, he's not no. in the Congo. <laughs> well, it was a way of them slipping in some geopolitics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, into their newspaper I want but, to talk
1: um, about uh, Just dead uh, quickly Like defensive I want to talk yeah, about Paris. Yeah let's Perez. get back onto the game
2: mm.
1: Perez was absolutely outstanding In an unfamiliar role In Evening an unfamiliar position Because he wasn't Because like, when, when you stick a striker like him up front uh, Sorry out wide you, you kind of expect him to Stay in and around the box And play more like a a, a wide striker but I he think was, you look at he was, either
0: Bar or Cisse when they were playing. Yeah, that exactly. Position, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. No tracking back. But he was he was shepherding uh, Matteo Damian, who, by the way, looks a yeah. real player. That that Italian right back, the man you have got, looks mm. a real player. Um, Perez was shepherding him out of play. He was picking up the right position to to force the ball back into a, a busy area. He was. Oh, he was. Perez was fantastic. He was. Arguably my man of the match. I know Colaccini had a really good game, and yeah. so did Stephen Taylor at centre half. Don't want him starting there often. <laughs> uh, he,
0: he's had his one. Um, well, he'll but be injured within the next couple of years. Well, that's the thing. Every though. season Taylor has a couple of really good games. Looks yeah. like there's a great partnership with him and Colaccini. Then he'll either he'll either handball something, get suspended, <laughs> or just be out for. A but his injuries, season.
1: his injuries are often tears or. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No. <laughs> tears or strains, so maybe sexual. Uh, tears or strains, uh, and it's the groin or the knee or the whatever. If he's not playing that often, it might mean that he's more available more often because he's not going to be under the same amount of like intensive Big pressure.
0: Yes, I think he just he might be our Jack Wilshire, who we'll never get a season out of.
2: Yeah, fine. Steven like, I, Taylor I is, uh, I mean, he's like, you he must be approaching 30 now, but he's a handy... he's a handy squad defender to have Mm.
0: you compare him Um, to Mike Williamson who I don't think could have come in and done the same job no and
1: and also I would say that he's it's similar to like Jack Colback where Jack Colback's one of our first team players but he really shouldn't be he really shouldn't be like he's doing a job and he's getting like 7 out of 10 every game and he's alright He's fine. But really, we should be playing with... And I know it doesn't work because Sissoko's not performing in the centre. But we should be playing, like, Teotihuahua, Anita, Sissoko rather than Anita and Colbeck. This
2: and, is what I want to talk about. I mean, right. I thought Colbeck had an alright season last season. I mean, you're right about... Yeah, he's probably a 7 out of 10 mm. in general. Um, so, yeah, he's not setting the league alight. Um, but th- here's a worry for me. In the last three games, I mean... Um, we haven't had a lot of possession Against Man U mm. It was a good result They had 69% possession The sexiest of the statistics <laughs> I think um, that
0: was our plan though Yeah, it was. I think it was very Absolutely. much hold off them Until they're in our half And then try yeah. and get the ball back You look, Maybe, you, you look at the, like the
1: heat maps And I know it's a wanky thing to look at But you look at the heat maps The, the predominant area of their possession Was in their half And around the, the centre circle um, we basically allowed them as much they can. They can knock the ball between their centre halves as often as they like. But as soon, no, I mean there were games. It was a point in the game. I think it was like the 65th minute or 69th minute or something like that, where all all of our players were in the box. Every single one of them, including Mitrovic, everybody was in the box, and that was because we're just saying like, look, you come and attack us, but there's 11 players between you and the you and the goal, and they they are so sluggish. We couldn't have done that against Arsenal, because Arsenal no. are so quick on the attack, they would have found a way around
2: us. Same with They're Man City. They're
0: slow and short on ideas, man Yeah, I know,
2: it's, I know it's Man United, but as a fan, in the future, I'd quite like to see us just have more of the ball. Um, yeah, the first three games, we haven't had a lot of possession, I don't know it's Southampton, Swansea, Man United. Exactly. I would like to hope that when we play, I don't know... Villa or whoever hmm. that we might get a bit more possession uh, sure we'll see because we it, feels, it feels a little bit like sometimes like watching England in the sense of I don't know we just we don't I, don't, I think in the Southampton
0: game we weren't too dominated with possession and we played hmm. a lot more passing football I think at home against any team Outside the top sort of five or six, yeah. you'll see a lot. I mean, Swansea and Southampton are two very possession-heavy teams, and Manu. Oh,
1: they're obsessed with it, Paul. They're obsessed with this stuff. <laughs> but this is so. You look at our start, and we in our first eight games, we're, we're meeting six of the top four. No, mm. six of the top. we got Chelsea that and Man make City. Sense. City soon, <laughs> <doesn't we? laughs> four of the top six, and um, and yeah, yeah we, we're meeting like Chelsea, the top Man- six from last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Because um, otherwise, we're meeting Leicester, and yeah. I don't, I don't. I'm not that bothered about that Mm. but the next few games we've got uh, Northampton on Tuesday tomorrow and we've got Arsenal on Saturday and then it's West Ham and Watford now from those three four games I'd expect us to get past Northampton and I'd expect us honestly uh, God like four to six points from four to six points from those three league games especially
0: having seen West Ham at
1: the weekend oh
0: they were diabolical deserve to be taken apart let's
2: see I think listening back to these podcasts I think it just says so much about just fans in general it's like the podcasts are always dependent on the last result like uh, Southampton was a draw but it was a pretty good performance we made some signings we felt positive Swansea Uh, was a disappointing 2-0 loss. We were all disappointed. Charlie thought we should all kill ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Blood the youth. Blood the... Charlie thought it was time to bring in the kids. Um, uh, Dave uh, Watson, um, being uh, sort of like a semi-autistic, has, (laughs) um, most weeks, uh, writes up a sort of... um, uh, uh, some prep for the podcast... And I've got it in front of me right now, and um, there's lots of stats. There's the table. There's future fixtures. Blah blah blah. And uh, there's one square which just says in big letters, "Charlie, what the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> Dave listened to the last episode. Sorry, Charlie, if you're listening, but it's not gone down well. I mean, like, it's entertaining. It's entertaining podcastery. But I mean, Good verb. <laughs> there's there's some people wondering uh, what exactly. What I mean? Are what you is... all right, mate? I mean, <laughs> I mean, go, go back and listen to it. I don't want to. Maybe we're not being... I don't want to be unfair. But that was it. There was some interesting opinions coming through there. But to go back to my key point, um, it is fair to say that I think we sort of like just natural as football fans. We just we yo yo. Uh, in terms of our opinions, depending on the last result. And the last result was a 0-0 against Man U, an entertaining 0-0, and therefore we're like...
1: Right, so I I, I do agree with you. I would say, though, that the reason that I'm taking more positives from this Man U game than I would... Say, for example, if we draw 0-0 with... uh, Chelsea got battered all game, and the only thing that saved us from... um, from a loss, was uh, Tim Krull having like one of his.
0: Like the Spurs game. P-
1: that the, year. The, exactly, yeah, the Spurs game. It wasn't that. We went there with a the game plan. He did make a great save. This he game did, though, no, did he did. He did. Tim no, Hull. he did. But I mean, the, we went there with a the game plan. And in previous seasons under Pardew, we've gone to places like Man U and Arsenal with an in inverted commas game plan and got absolutely dry humped 6-2 or 5-0 or 6-1, whatever. We get absolutely mauled because we go there and Pardew hasn't got a clue. We go there with McLaren and I'm not saying that we're suddenly going like, to launch up the table and finish third or anything ridiculous like that. I'm just saying we're harder to beat because he knows how to coach a defence. So the Swansea game I look at that and say that we were doing alright we were kind of okay it wasn't great but I, they were the better team they were the better team and and Jan Matt sending off the first one definite yellow the second one he tugs him back and you can't tug him back when you're on a yellow it was stupid red card and it he, he knows it and he's admitted it I don't think that was a that wasn't a tactical mistake I don't. I don't think that at all. And I think if we'd started, sorry, if we'd started Mitrovic against Swansea, if he was up to speed and all the rest of it, I don't think we would have lost two 0
0: I think Swansea away is always going to be ah, a very a tough, tough game, game this yeah. season. I think, on top of what you're saying, the Swansea game aside, the other two games, we've seen things we've not seen for the last three or four years. Like, against Southampton at home, we A smile on a we child's face. <laughs> 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 a sunset. <laughs> I thought we actually played quite decent possess- uh, possession football against Southampton, looked like we mm. had ideas. We went behind and actually looked like we could come back from it and yeah. did come back. And, and then Man- against Man U, we ground out a nil-nil. When and does that ever happen? It. And we nearly we won- yeah. I'm not even really funny, but
1: like Mitrovic, end. like, uh, God, like half a foot lower... And that's Mm. that's in off the bottom of the bar, and everybody's ripping their cock off.
2: Tovan, because that's the traditional (laughs) celebration for a go.
1: (laughs) for when it hits the (laughs) crossbar and in cock off. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Florian Tovan, he is within a a boot stud of that hitting the back of the net. We
0: weren't outplayed,
2: and we'd be be looking, we'd be looking for our cocks to put them back on (laughs) to rip them off again. Yeah, so like we
1: weren't. We went there looking to to frustrate Manu and we did that brilliantly. And we played we wanted to play counterattacks. So, I, I said sorry,
2: you. I'm just like I'm just going back to the, the image. Everyone <laughs> would be ripping their cock offs. is that I've never heard that in my life. You've never heard everyone rip your cock offs. Like a real Oh, do you violent, mean like a vociferous wank? Yes, exactly. Oh right, uh, fair. I not I didn't yeah, just yeah. mean like t- yeah. So it's like I thought it was like I didn't up. know that. That's fair enough. No, it say. like a town star. You know, I just thought like, and
1: oh. <laughs> like ripping your cock or throwing your cock. That's, okay. a, that's a but uh, I'm saying like we we went there to, with the a okay. game plan to to uh, to frustrate Manu and we did yeah and we and we went there to with the intention of when the chances do come to us we want to try and hit him on the break and we nearly did so. Like for, I, I understand what you're saying that we go- I'm looking at the next three games through the through the like the the filter of the previous game. Yeah. but I'm not. I'm looking at the, the, the games the next three games through the filter of the last three games, okay. which is the only three games you can really count under McLaren. All
0: right, and fair have you seen McLaren's record at Old Trafford as a manager. It's decent. He's lost one game as a position manager. Yeah, I didn't know was that a... He's only lost once. So
2: to be fair, actually, has he played that many? I think he's at least managed... three
0: or four with uh,
2: Middlesbrough. Was he there that many seasons? Well, at least two. All right, okay. All right. It's, a, I was it's say, a decent record had for anyone actions, against Wasn't Ferguson? he manager True.
1: when England were doing the tour of, you know, when Wembley was being built? Oh, so he he might he have played might have he a played at Old league Trafford, league yeah. Oh, okay, okay yeah.
2: Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> but we probably did all right as England at Old Trafford. So, here we go. Um uh yeah we've i guess we've pretty much done. The, the man you game. What did I want to talk about? You've literally got notes in front of you. I mean, <laughs> I know, I know, but <laughs> it's, so I mean, here's it's a, it's it's it. amazing I, to I watch. did my
1: homework, you fuckers didn't. <laughs> okay. What do you this want from is, me? All
2: right, this is where I'm at. Okay. Some of us are right. my, <laughs> my drinking started on Saturday lunchtime because I don't have BT Sport. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a really nice weather on Saturday, but I, for you guys, I went to my local Irish pub <laughs> and watched that game of my own with the resident alcoholics there, mm. and uh, that was all right. Went out Saturday night, and then uh, fucking yesterday, yeah. I went to the um, I went to the cricket yesterday.
1: Really? As we, as, Where at?
2: As regular listeners will know, I'm sorry, guys. I like other sports too. Get over it. Um, I went to the cricket, the the final day of the Ashes. Absolutely rat-assed. Good. I mean, and I've now I've already had two pints today. Can I just drink till I'm forty, and then once I'm in my forties, I'll slow it down. Yeah, I, that's
1: I, I think fine. it's like smoking. That's fine. That's I think like, really it's hard.
2: all right, right? It's not. There's no lasting damages there.
1: No, no. I think it's like smoking. we're all decided. If drinking's okay, smoking, right? Smoking, you're all right. Okay, right?
2: Yeah, because it's. I mean, it's been. You don't a need to form re- short-term <laughs> memories.
0: No, that's fine. Life's more surprising.
2: Okay, um, now. Um, when I went with my mate Dave, he's an Ipswich fan, and I predicted, because we started drinking at like half ten, I said, because me and him always have a fight when we're pissed, and I predicted <laughs> our fight would be at three, and to be fair to us, it took until about six, and it was about Newcastle, and, uh, he was talking about how Pardew was a good manager, and i sort of let that slide, I mean, Dave. No. Dave, you'd have been no. ripping your cock off and throwing it in his face. <laughs> He's Um, just not right. Okay, I mean, I let. I mean, I think you know, Pardew. Pardew has no. It doesn't. (laughs) Pardew has some some pedigree. You know, he's not necessarily like he's not about to. uh,
0: I did think the uh, game uh, between between the Palace Villa game. It was. It looked like a tie between two managers who would sell you a very dodgy
2: second hand car yeah but then you might be talking about just about accents which is what I'm gonna bring you uh, this is what I'm gonna bring you to which was uh, Dave's theory was and I've heard it before was that uh, Newcastle fans didn't like Alan Pardew because he's a cockney how do you feel about that Dave? (laughs) like I've
1: never met your friend David and I'm sure that he's got many qualities one of them is not knowing what the fuck he's talking about we love Cockneys, we love Malcolm Mc- McDonald, we love Rob Lee, we love Les Ferdinand. It's got nothing to do See, with where saying you're that. from. I mean, my it's big example was
2: Rob Lee, but he, apparently that like, didn't count because they're players for some reason. That doesn't count.
1: All right, well, well what does he mean? <laughs> I, I don't what really understand. <laughs> oh what
0: well, about Chris Hutton? Chris
2: Hutton never, never, never played, apparently, played yeah. for
1: us.
0: Chaz and-, and Dave. We, the Wombles we don't
1: we yeah love they're them. massive in Newcastle <laughs> we
2: love them. do
0: you know do you
1: know what we don't like in Newcastle and we might be bigoted we might be prejudiced against twats we don't like twats and that's why we don't like Pardew that's why we don't like um Joking here. ear here. Right. This Cockney Mafia thing is just an easy phrase because none of them, none of the inverted commas Cockney Mafias are Cockneys. They're just people from the South. That That's the only,
0: only label that we can, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just the umbrella
1: term we can use for them. If oh, they right. were all, if they were all, you know, umper lumpers, we'd... Want them out.
2: It's not likely, what wa- Dave. It's not likely. What I want to no. know is, Dave. Given that
1: they're a fictional thing,
2: yeah. Why, why are you so prejudiced against cockneys? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you live down in London now. Yeah. But are you. I mean, you're infiltrating the system. Do you want to bring us down? I mean, uh, that, uh, that just said us. That us makes looking, me a yeah. cockney. Oh.
1: You're yeah. not. My mum is a cockney. I love proper cockneys. Love them. I hate Alan Pardew and all his little crony brethren. They're all pricks.
2: Okay, all right, okay. Well, I thought I'd just bring that up because I thought it might bring a little colour to the pod. Um, We've got uh, a couple of uh, games coming up, but before we preview them, uh, let's talk about the transfer window. I think there's a pretty strong chance that that window will close before the next podcast. McLaren Uh, has said that he thinks business is probably over. Is that just playing hard to get is that a negotiation tactic is that lowering expectations or is he just basically telling the truth and we're probably not going to make another signing Paul
0: I hope he's lowering expectations because I still think we desperately need at least one fullback I think we need a first team left back yeah for certain I think Haidar is very good to have in the squad but he's not first choice left back for me and the what's? Who's the Dutch left back who came to watch Wayne first home game?
2: Watched he's, for a bit of fun.
0: He's the Dutch international left back. He's injured at the moment, but he was at St James's for our first game, and all the talk was of him signing him.
2: Oh, I don't know. Dave frantically goes to his phone. Not enough time, Dave. Right. I'm trying to think of that. Forget it. It's I'm not sure our, it's all our all our well informed listeners will know. But who he that was is.
0: at the game, and I thought we'd surely be signing him but I don't know how long he's out
2: for a left back would be handy another s- statement that McLaren has made in light of the last game where Colicini has received a lot of plaudits mm. for the last mm. game and I do think he had a good game but mm, you know it's not like yeah, it's, it's not like he's suddenly a brilliant 26 year old central defender let's not throw our
0: cocks yet
2: let's not throw our cocks yet Don't steady on guys don't get <laughs> ripping just yet <laughs> Um
0: <laughs> I think with Collettini we have to wait to see how he does up against any kind of pace because Wayne Rooney is possibly the,
2: the Slowest. easiest person yeah. for him to mark. Right, yeah, yeah. Well
1: that's so, why that's why I'm I'm adamant they have to start and alongside Colachini going forward. It, yeah. can't, it can't be in Mbemba out wide because although he had an OK game against Memphis to we need his place in the centre. I think that's, it's
2: it. pretty yeah. clear that that is the plan. They yeah. are the central defensive partnership for the season. Mm. And I think the fact that Pardew was singing Colo's praises says that they ain't going to be buying any more first choice. What? McLaren. 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 Jesus. Sorry, guys. Jesus. I just wish... was already on edge. Just yeah, <laughs> the mention of his name. Um, uh, the fact that McLaren is singing Colo's praises suggests that we will not be signing any more first team central defenders
1: that's yeah I think that's a reasonable assumption yeah. the, the, there is rumours that we're in for Abdenor Abdenor abdeno. the one at Monaco the Monaco yeah, centre he's another half. one that
2: everyone's getting excited about has never but, seen play uh, but like, yeah sure. they
1: are. Um, he is a decent centre half um, sounds it Good name.
2: No he does sound it. Yeah. Well, he's got it sounds like he's got pedigree. You know, other clubs are interested. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's high, the same, high, same as people
0: with Virgil van Dijk at Celtic at the minute who were like he he just slot into any Premier League team. You've never seen him play. Yeah. yeah. Well
2: I think the best thing we could do is spend a lot of money on a central defender from the Scottish Premier League <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because that worked out really Always well worked. for us last time.
1: <laughs> I think with Aberdeen um the way I look at it is he's he's definitely better than Mike Williamson. He's probably better than Stephen Taylor. He might be better than uh, Coluccini is now, mm. and he might be as good as Mbemba can be. But sure. so,
2: well, from what like, I can tell, he's fun. also going to cost quite a lot of money and ah, might fancy Champions League, League football. Ashley's loaded.
0: Well, well I would say I don't think we need another centre-back. If we're looking at Collecini and okay. Mbemba as the first two, Taylor... Dumber. as third choice dummer and LaSalle. Yeah, it's more the prospect of Williamson still getting in the team which scares me into thinking so, we need to replace are him you, are
1: you actually agreeing with what Charlie said which is you just want Williamson out of the club
2: I think I am yeah, yeah it's in, a good point just in case he gets a game yeah, yeah. oh fair enough
1: yeah I'd, I'd much rather get a couple of um, even if they're just young kids for the, for the future yeah. like that's Sam Byron of from Leeds just a couple of like a fullback who well, sit on the saying. bench.
2: Bentosa. That was a joke. Um, so yeah, and maybe a, a, a full-back or two would be handy. Charlie Austin. Do you think that's going to happen? Only if I mean, Cisse goes. It's rumbling on, then. isn't it? I Only just, if Cisse goes.
1: Yeah, I just. Well, th- we're not going to play with two up front. One no. seems unlikely. Not. Yeah. So if if we've got Mitrovic, and we've still got Perez. We, yeah, so we've got Mitrovic, Cissé, Pérez, and we've also got, like, I don't know, but Riviere, <laughs> Gouffran. We're all right up front in terms of... In terms, in terms of, of numbers. Yeah, in terms of numbers. Like, um, Cissé's got the best goal-to-game ratio, goals-to-minute ratio, sorry, in the Premier League still. Um, Pérez is young and promising and all the rest of it, and Mitrovic looks a beast. Yeah. So we've got three strikers who, if you saw them starting up front alone... Like Perez is the only one where you'd go, all right. I don't think he's really a lone striker. Is he? No, he's no. not. But you, you, you kind of like let it go. I think we're weaker on the... De Jong the... as
2: well.
0: Is that, yeah. That... Oh, God, I forgot yeah. about him. Uh, <laughs> CM De Jong. Well, <laughs> we should have a De Jong's injury corner every yeah. week yeah, where yeah. we discuss his new one. I, I, to me, it sounds really mental, but I think we're all right.
1: I think we need what, like a bit of... the whole squad? I
0: think, I think we could
1: do with a bit of depth at fullback,
0: but... I think a reserve right
1: winger... And but then a first right, team right, so, left back. So you say that, but a reserve right winger, where you've got um, you've got sosoko Sissoko, Ahrens, uh Perez, who could all play right wing. Would to you describe any standard.
0: of those? Well, Having Tovan's, their best sorry. position as right winger, though, because Tovan's Tovan. a left winger, really, isn't he? He played right wing against Manu. He's left-footed, though. He cuts in he from he the He cuts right-wing. in and shoots. If you're having Mitrovic up front, you want Tovan on the left, I think. True, but if it was for one game or two games... Cause but we don't one- have a specialist right
2: winger, I would say. Well, Obertan seems to be <laughs> yeah. playing in every game But then you've at got, the
1: on the left wing, you've got Aaron's, you've got Tovan, you've got, um, who can play left wing, you can put, like... Obertan or
2: Goufran. Well, I Good think friend. we're covered for Good the
1: Good <laughs> So I think we've got, I think we've got depth and, and there's sufficient quality at the top where you've got like one definite first first choice and then you've got somebody who can do a job and then you've got somebody who can uh, maybe do a job and then you've got somebody else who's just a fucking body. I think it's uh, fullbacks. That's where I want to see. Because yeah. you've only really got Jan, Matt and Haidara who are specialist fullbacks and after that you've got... Domit at left back and Mbemba or... or you're you're a, need to here's call the thing, here's in. the
2: thing. I agree with pretty much everything you've just said in the sense that, yeah, I think we're all right. But in, that's in terms of in terms of what you're aiming for, survival. Wouldn't it be lovely? Mm. I'm not saying we should be... I'm expecting this to challenge for top four or anything. No. But wouldn't it be lovely to bring in a player or two even more... Hmm. That showed further ambition. Further ambition. Absolutely. And, we, and to be fair, we have shown. Some I think we've ambition done that with this transfer. I was going to say,
1: because um, Steve McLaren did state that it's the next three windows. So I wouldn't be surprised if in January we were to go off and sign. Because I, I like Hydara, I think he's a decent little player. I don't know if he's going to kick on and become, like, a first choice in the same way as the mm. Yanmat is definitely a, a, a cut-up of. If we go off and sign um, a, a Debushi or a Yanmat who can play on the left, cool, brilliant, absolutely behind that. I think that's a great thing to do. And also, if we go off and sign a, a winger in the in the Christmas window, so we spend 20 million in the Christmas window, which we can absolutely afford... You no, know I wouldn't mind.
2: Sexy pants? No, Johan, goodbye. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. Too a, soon. Yeah, that's just why. Why you got? I wouldn't mind. a... See, we've got Anita, Teote, Colbach. and they were all half decent. But I wouldn't mind uh, I some it, real quality. Yeah. In. But then Anita's yeah.
0: improving every week. There, yeah. Colback. I know what you mean about earlier. It's sort of. I'll quite often watch a game and be told Colback had a good game, and not. Yeah. I think he's he's unfortunate enough to be. At a club where there's so many number 10s, he's never going to get an attacking position. And he scores a lot of goals when he's allowed to get forward. So I I'm, think the way we want to put I don't think is ever going to recapture his old form. We're an injury away from being light there, but you'd mm-hmm. have to hope Wijnaldum can fill in there or Sissoko. Yeah.
1: So I'm going to go full-on football hipster here. Go on. Ooh. I think we really need to sign to, to make the kick on is a register. So... <sighs> I beg your fucking pardon.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> Someone's been on Champ. Yeah.
1: No, a register is, the uh, easiest way to describe Andrea Perlow. And I'm not, I'm not saying... Like we a quarterback. From...
2: Explain yeah, to a us...
1: Yeah, oh,
2: Explain to us people deeper. with... Uh, Lives. ...girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> what a register is. Uh,
1: so imagine the the creative role that uh, Fabregas does, or Kabai's doing, or that... Um, uh, do you basically
2: are you just saying are you just doing a pretentious way of saying playmaker? N- no, because it's it's a more defensive role. So it's it's essentially it's a Michael Carrick quarterback. Do you mean a quarterback? No, because we not do have the American ginger no, But sometimes it's already. called a quarterback, isn't it?
1: No, it was it was called the quarterback because Alan Pardew probably couldn't say the word. No, court, the word.
2: Alan Pardew didn't invent the phrase quarterback in football. People used to no in American it, No, in in soccer. Yeah. People used to call when uh, when David Beckham played centrally. Sometimes he was called a sort of no because
1: Beckham played further forward. He, ne- he never because ne- basically a regista <sighs> plays <laughs> a register plays just ahead of the, the two centre halves. Right. And Beckham always played just ahead of.
2: We're we um, talking sounds to me, It Sounds when to he me. like my field. yeah yeah similar to to It Sounds Hall. to me like my definition of a quarterback in football
1: fine but whatever the point is I think we, we'd benefit from that kind of player um, like somebody who can yeah. who can pass the ball as comfortably 5 yards as he can 40 um, you I know
2: think, who I reckon could fulfil that role goodbye yeah but he's not coming he's back. He's not coming back,
1: so move on. Is Jeremy still playing? mid <laughs> tap. No. I I, I think you you sign someone like that that forces out Colbach and
0: and maybe Anita. I think again though, we're early in the season and yeah. Colbeck and Anita is looking like Oh, I don't mean now. It's sort of functioning yeah. well. I think, I
2: think
0: there's Yeah. As a hot. club, I think we're at the point we've not been to for a while where you feel like things are happening in the training ground in the week that you're mm. seeing the fruits of the I weekend.
2: feel like Colbeck and Anita would I'd be more confident that they were functioning well if we were getting a little bit more possession but that's just my opinion and I'm sure you guys oh, th- have but then,
1: then as, as Paul mentioned on before I think that the teams that we've come up against in the first three th- the first three games of the season even if we met them deep into the, the mm. season, yeah. we'd surrender a lot of possession to them because yeah. their team's very comfortable on the ball.
2: Okay. I'm sure we are right.
0: around 50-50 gonna... with Southampton as well.
2: Mm, all right. Let's, uh, so you're let's wrong. move I'm on because so so we're wrong. going round in circles. You're wrong, um, I think, the stats say otherwise. Um, let's make some predictions. Tomorrow night, I don't know when you're listening to this podcast, but uh, Tuesday night of this week... The are playing Tony Derby. Yeah, we're playing Northampton in the League Cup. Ivan Toney, old team. Mm -hmm. I wonder, will he play? That would be interesting. I would imagine he might make an appearance on the bench. I'd like that. Yeah. For the magic of the cup. I think for... It's one of those things. It's a... a, um, There's a little bit of a contradiction going on because there's a Newcastle fan... Uh, we've been consistently disappointed by us not fielding strong teams in the cups, but at the same time, yeah. you say mm, no, Northampton at home, and we do have some players who haven't played that much yet.
1: Yeah, like I Jong, imagine. Ar- sorry, go
2: sorry. On. Well, Do Young's injured. Well, I think right. we'll. I think he was on the bench, yet, man. You no, know, he's on the he? bench. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. I think Deal. we.
0: This seems like the perfect sort of game to go four four two, and try. I'd like to see Mitrovic play. Mitrovic Just and to Perez give him more game front.
1: time, yeah. Yeah, I think that would work really well. I also think if you play, um like I'd be tempted to start with De Jong. In the centre, alongside, yeah. alongside Mitrovic, and maybe Perez out wide, and Aaron's on the other side, or Obertan or It'd Be great to Get time. Get, get, Toyota, get some. I get don't some know if De Jong
2: time. will be fit enough to start, but maybe he will. Maybe
1: not. But then the the argument I always make is um, when you're facing a lower league side, is it not worthwhile starting with your strongest mm-hmm. possible lineup? And then if if the Jong gets tired after 40 minutes,
2: but you're two 0 up, take him off. It, it doesn't also, matter. I also wonder whether. If, as the last game possibly suggests, and I'm sure this pleased Charlie Hunter a lot, um, Mitrovic is now our first choice uh, lone striker, hmm. uh, whether a little bit of player management might be giving Cissé another game yeah. just to keep yeah. him... I, it's of, for I
1: can it. understand that, but I think that if you leave it f- t- for too much longer, uh, as Mitrovic playing without scoring... It might start eating away at him. And Mitrovic yeah. against Northampton Town, he'll get goals. Yeah. Okay. So you you give him a couple, like you give him half a, a game, and then you give Cisse half a game. They could get. To be honest, I, I'm fully expecting. And this might be arrogance of a big club, but I'm fully expecting us to comfortably get. I think past we should win it. Three three goals at least.
0: Isn't it okay. just nice finally to talk? Like about this. our lineup, <laughs> and we've got option. Like, we've yeah. had strong benches for yeah. our games.
2: All right, let's um, make some predictions for the Northampton game, Dave. Like an actual concrete prediction. By the way, the, okay. the, the predictions for the last game. We never follow up on this, and we should. In the last game, none of us even predicted the right result. Um, were any of us only one goal out, out of interest? Actually... Well, Charlie was. No, he was. Charlie wasn't. You were at 1-0 up because you predicted that we would lose 1-0. Yeah. And it was 0-0. But Charlie was the only one uh, to predict that um we would get something out of the game he predicted we win 2-1 i predicted we'd lose 3-1 but i guess if you look at that i guess it proves that out of all of us charlie knows the most about football so um
0: <laughs> i would say i was only one goal away from the real result okay Where's well done paul?
2: all right so um yeah. what is your uh finite prediction for the game paul three nil three nil to, to the tune. dave
0: I was gonna say three 0 but now I'll say four
2: one. You can say three 0 if you want. I don't want to. Alright, four one. Yeah. Seems like a cheeky way of getting two predictions there. Um I'm gonna say I'm gonna say say because it's gonna be my new prediction for the whole season. I'm gonna say three one. Three one to, to us. Boston. Oh, no, right. I'm gonna say three okay. one to us. Okay. Um and then we're gonna play Arsenal on Saturday. Another Saturday lunchtime kickoff. So yeah. See who guy's in my local Irish pub <laughs> Saturday lunchtime. Um, uh, what do you reckon? We're at home, right? Yes. What do you reckon? I mean, it's another... I mean, Day. Arsenal are really sort of unpredictable, but then again, so are we. Nil-nil. Right, Okay copying the last result in a way
0: I think it's just going to be a bit too soon for us in terms of organized. I think Arsenal's movement as a front kind of six is so good Mm. it will I think they'll undo us I I think probably 2-0 Arsenal they'll undo us do you think they'll undo
2: our front button Pull down our trousers <laughs> and
0: throw our cock. Um, <laughs> um, ever since you recorded tonight. that erotic audio, break. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're playing. So what Ar- was your what was two 0 Arsenal? Yeah, Arsenal are playing tonight, oh, aren't they? Yeah, against Liverpool. Against Liverpool. Let's not bother predicting that because by the time you listen to this, you'll know the result. Um, so, okay. what were you going to go for? Right against hear. Arsenal? Yeah, yeah, I didn't catch. Uh, we're at home. Oh, I'm, I'm going to give myself a one-one. Oh, I'm allowed a one one from time to get hammered one one so uh I guess that's kind of it. This is where we're at with the podcast uh this season over the next few weeks i'm gonna be believe it or not working with david hasselhoff i was <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it still doesn't sound and right. it doesn't sound right does i'm going to be
2: sleeping with helen mirren
0: let's <laughs>
1: let's, let's make up other lies.
0: No, I'm going to be looking after Liam Neeson's house.
2: I'm, I'm guessing most <laughs> listeners haven't picked up on this because uh, the viewing figures weren't what we hoped. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we—I uh, did a TV series uh, that came out this year that was on Dave. Um, That's TV the channel. channel, not just on me. Yeah, called Hoff the Record, uh, in which I played David Hasselhoff's manager. And We're about to film. Season two, so I'm going to piss off and record that for a few weeks. So I'm leaving it this podcast in the semi-reliable hands of uh, Paul Doolin and Dave Watson, and they're going to fight it out between themselves to decide who is the host.
0: I think it'll be more like those American
2: morning radio shows. At the moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. what with loads of special effects,
0: yeah, (laughs) loads of fart
2: noises. (laughs) At the moment, in the pub pre the game there was a lot of like oh no I think you should do it oh no I think you should do it a lot of bullshit humility when it's quite clear that both of them desperately wants both that role ambition. yeah um, so we'll see listen yeah, listen out for who uh, takes the mantle but I'm gonna piss off little fact for you about uh, Hasselhoff lovely guy um at the uh, at the rehearsals last week he was wearing a Manchester City shirt given to him by Yaya Touré I, I think at some event he I think he went to a Man City game. I was gonna say you
0: need to give us context this is what
2: I happened. know. I think he went to a Man for some reason he was in Manchester maybe and he went to a Man City game and he met um some of the players. And I think the ones he really he, he met Yaya Torre game with gave him a shirt, but he also met uh, the two Argentinian guys. What Z- Zableta and uh and this is what he said. <laughs> this is what he said. Uh and like I say, lovely guy. Don't mean to... Um, <laughs> don't mean to... Uh,
0: Fergus's career protection alarm <laughs> just went off in his head. I don't, I don't <laughs>
2: think... I I, think I can be safe in assuming that he, he's not a Newcastle NATO listener. But um, apparently the other Argentinian player uh, who plays for Manchester City is called Jose Seguero. <laughs> <laughs> That's Aww, what he said.
1: Yeah, yeah. Jose Seguero.
2: Him. Sergio Aguagero. We'll have to get
1: him a Newcastle shirt.
2: Yeah, let's do that. Let's get him a Newcastle Not shirt.
0: Not a Wonga shirt. We'll yeah, get up well, a we'll on. one.
2: Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, let's do that. There's
0: good options out there now if you want a Newcastle shirt that isn't Wonga as well.
2: Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's a great time yeah. to be alive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so listen out for these guys, uh, ruining the legacy <laughs> that me and Luke Belson Benson have <laughs> built up. Oh, Luke Belson. Luke Belson me, Such a legacy. Luke Belson leader. and me, Fergus Auschwitz, <laughs> 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 have built up. Oh, my um, dear, oh dear. Right. Um, Is this a traditional and, Fergus breakdown? S- yeah. And yeah. straight from... Uh, <laughs> Change to straight-
0: Dalek voice. <laughs>
2: yes. And now, now there's an offer from Ladbrokes. <laughs> right. Straight from the... Uh, Straight from two of the world's of history's most uh, famous Cut. concentration camps. Let's go to uh, Labrooks. We ha- <laughs> we have no. There's no link between the two.
0: Um, <laughs> no proven link.
2: No. Here we go. No, guys, come on, take this seriously. They booked the studio. We assume. Here we go. We have signed up with Labrooks. Uh, to give you some exclusive betting odds and offers that we've wrangled out of them for you. Follow the links on this week's description. (laughs) (laughs) you all right there, Dave? (laughs) Follow follow the links on this week's description and our Facebook page. That's right, we've got a Facebook page. Didn't know about it until a few weeks ago, but I think someone's running it. It's good. I like it now on my Facebook try and befriend me on Facebook, I will never accept your friend request. (laughs) Because I've got barriers. But follow our Twitter feed as well, at NewcastleNatter, and our mini-pod at the end of the week, um, with some tips and exclusive odds for you. Uh, For starters, there's a free bet of up to £50 for you when you enter the code LAD50. So enter that now. And uh, like I say, uh, follow us at NewcastleNatter. Get in touch. Uh, we've had uh, a few people uh, getting in touch this week. I can't remember what they said. There was a little bit of a response to Charlie <laughs> on the pod. Yeah. Um, someone sent us uh, video proof of Obafemi Martins back um, backflipping back flipping, or forward flipping. He's still flipping. <laughs> have
0: <laughs> so either of the- you changed your thoughts on how old he is yet?
2: No.
1: Well, I'm Fergus, still going with 30. Dave? He's older than that. He's got to
0: be like 34,
2: 35. Well, that's sort of in the middle. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah, it is. But I've okay. always...
2: Paul, what do you reckon?
0: I think 30. Well, yeah. the younger yeah, the younger 30. one.
2: The debate rages on. But hats off to Brian Gardner for I'd, I'd uh, sending chat. us footage of Sorry. the flip.
1: I had a lovely chat with Charlie on Twitter while watching the My New Game. And he was saying that... After My New Game, he was saying he would have much rather lost the game but gone for the win then get the point. Who was that, Charlie? That was Charlie. Okay. i want to have words with that boy.
2: Well, you know, a lot of fans, I mean, you're tapping away a pen there with rage. I mean, a lot of fans Are feel wrong. like that. A lot of managers would, you know. Not managers. I mean, a lot of fans would feel... The manager's shit. You want to go... That's the way Kevin Keegan used to go for it. You know, we'd rather, like, you know, he scored three, we will score four, all of that shit. That's when we were the
1: second... Well, the best team in the league.
2: Yeah. Well, not that. Well, we weren't the best team in the league, were we? Because we didn't win. <laughs> Our table doesn't lie, guys. <laughs> okay. Fuck you. Um, I'm going to leave uh, the podcast there and uh, see you guys. Um, probably don't bother listening for the ex- next eight weeks or so. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, i leave you in capable hands and uh, speak to you soon. Get in touch at Newcastle Natter. Thank you, Dave.
0: Thank you, Fergus. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.